1: Good morning Bucknutters, welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, March 2nd, 2020. I am Dave Biddle, very happy to be joined by Bill Bank Green. A lot to get into, Bank. First of all, welcome to Spring Ball, Bucknutters. That's right, the first day of Ohio State spring practice is this morning. As soon as I post this show, I'm going to head on over to the Woody Hayes Athletic Center just to let you guys know the schedule today. The first few periods of practice is open to the media, so we will have a practice report for you. We will have videos for you. We will have pictures for you. And then after practice, at about 10:45 a.m., we will interview head coach Ryan Day. So we will have a video and a full story of Coach Day's comments. So that's going to be a full day of coverage here on Bucknuts for the first day of spring ball. So keep it locked to Bucknuts bank let's get into some of the things you're going to be looking for for spring ball we'll get into some recruiting to finish the show but let's start off with what you're going to be focusing on the most on the offensive side of the football when you look at this team in spring ball what kind of piques your interest the most on the offensive side of the ball
2: well i think you know they've, they've got to replace you know some receivers that were very productive for them last year and so that's going to be exciting to me um the new guys coming in Those guys are amazing. So I want to see how those guys fit in to the offense and then the continued progression of Garrett Wilson. And I think he could be a guy that just really takes a leap this year. You know, he he came so far last year. If you look at where Garrett Wilson was, you know, in the Michigan game, the Big Ten championship game, the playoff game against Clemson, the impact, that he had, and you look at where he was, you know, to start the year, I mean, that guy came miles, and the talent is immense, so to have, you know, that full year in the system, working with Heartline, working with Justin Fields, I mean, Garrett Wilson, you know, he could really take that next step where he becomes a, you know, a Jerry Judy type in, in this offense, so I'm really looking forward to see Really him, probably as much as anyone. And then, you know, on the O-line, you know, I'm, I'm with Dwayne Long there. That we're just kind of freaks about O-line play. So I want to see who emerges there with, you know, a couple jobs open. So uh, if I had to pick one guy, it really would be Garrett Wilson, just because I think he can be, you know, an, an All-American, you know, a, a superstar. So he would be the one guy that I'm really uh, anxious to see him pop.
1: Defensively, what jumps out at you the most? I'm sure there's a lot of things you're going to be looking for defensively. Obviously, they're replacing three starters in the secondary. Just what are you most intrigued about defensively this spring?
2: Yeah, it has to be the secondary. Um, you lose Jeff Hathley. Halfley was sort of the author of that single high safety look that Ohio State went to last year. That Very few teams run that in college football. So it was really tough for teams to scheme for that. Um, and now Halfley's gone, and not only is Halfley gone, but, you know, you watch the NFL Combine, and you can see there's a lot of talent gone there with Fuller and Arnett, and especially Jeffrey Okuda, who was such an amazing player. So, you know, Sean Wade's back, and that's gigantic, but then who steps up? You know, because they're go- if they're going to run that single high look – I mean, it's 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 really asking a lot. It's it's a very demanding. Um, it's hard to learn. It's hard to run. I mean, you almost need you know NFL players to run that scheme. So I'm not quite convinced that they're going to run that this year. I know they want to. They'd like to. You know, you've got Combs who's never coached it before. You've got a lot of new players. So we'll see. I mean you know to to cut to the chase this the secondary is going to determine exactly how successful this defense will be this year I think we know what we have with that linebacker group I think everyone knows what they have on that D line but boy anybody that's going to tell you they know exactly what's going to happen in that secondary even Greg Madison Ryan Day or Kerry Combs I think they'd be lying because I don't think they really know what they have yet so that's the exciting part, you know, is that secondary as a whole.
1: Yeah, you touched on my next question already. Uh, just elaborate on this. Um, I was going to ask you schematically what you expect might be different with Kerry Combs. Calling the defense, you know, Ryan Day has said Kerry Combs is going to call the defense. I mean, obviously Greg Madison's going to be immensely involved, but uh, you mentioned like the one high safety. Do you think they might tinker with that just schematically what might be different for the silver bullets this year?
2: Well, I think Combs even admitted that he wants to run the single high safety look, but he wants to be multiple on defense and run the two safeties. You know, and I think eventually I think I could see him going to that the you know, the Tampa two coverage with the two safeties in the back end. Still play man to man on the corner, you know, but I, I just I don't know that they have the personnel to run that single high safety look that they really loved last year, and again, there's very few teams that run that in college football. That was kind of a halfley thing that he brought in. So we'll see. I mean, it, it's more about you know, it's more about players than it is about scheme. You know what I mean? If you've got talent, you're going to be fine. And if you don't have talent, you can scheme up all you want, and you're eventually going to be exposed. So that's the key for me. Or are these kids good enough? Not so much the style they're going to play.
1: Of the 14 early enrollee freshmen, I mean, there's the four wide receivers that everybody's excited about. I mean, who who are some of the guys, you don't have to just name one, who are some of the guys you're most excited about as far as the 2020 season?
2: Yeah, um, those receivers are so amazing. And like I said, we saw what Garrett Wilson did last year as a true freshman, and I have no doubt that G. Scott, Jackson Smith, and Jigba uh, Julian Fleming; those guys are the same type of talent as Garrett Wilson is. So, you know, do those guys make their mark? Do they? Where where do those guys land on the depth chart? Are they gonna? Are they are one of them going to start? Can two of them start? Do they factor in? I mean, that's going to be really exciting to see because, I mean, again, to to bring up the point of Garrett Wilson, when you look at where he ended the year compared to where he started the year, it was amazing. And I think the same thing could happen. You know, if I had to pick one, I would probably pick Julian Fleming. But all of them are really supremely talented.
1: All right, switching gears, you've been down in Orlando uh, the last few days. Uh, I think you're in Miami this morning. But you've been in Orlando covering the Under Armour camp. You know, what do Buckeye fans need to know uh, from an Ohio State perspective about the Under Armour camp, J.C. Latham, just anything you need to pass on to the listeners?
2: Yeah, the Under Armour camp um, was in Orlando on Sunday, and it was as as, as much of a star-studded camp as you're ever going to find. I mean, it was, you know, this is a good year in Florida for talent. And, boy, I mean, there were so many studs on that field. It was amazing. J.C. Latham is the offensive tackle at IMG. He's originally from Wisconsin, migrated to IMG to play his high school ball He's listing a lot of different teams that he likes. To me, it's down to it's Ohio State or LSU. Now he does have two visits coming to Ohio State. He's got an unofficial coming um, in April. Then there's going to be an official in June. Um, I I think Ohio State's going to get him. I mean, I I think they're the leader, clear leader for him. Um, So, and and he's got. He's, he's only been playing offensive line here for short term. He he'd always thought he was going to be a defensive end. So today um, or yesterday in that camp, he got beat a few times. But, boy, you can just see the talent when you look at the, the length, the height, the, the footwork, the athletic ability. I mean, he's still got a way to go in terms of his technique. But, I mean, this guy's got a chance to be maybe a first-round draft pick someday. He's got that kind of talent. So Latham really stood out. Just as, um, you know, from the eye test, he, he's an A-plus. And then, um, you know, they also had the defensive end there. Tanisi Adele was there, another IMG kid that Ohio State's got a great shot at. I, I kind of think Florida might be the favorite there for Temisi, but and, and he's really a heck of a kid and a heck of a talent, but he has great relationships with both Greg Madison and Larry Johnson. And Tamisi is a really mature uh, kid, wise behind his years. And I really think the, the older, wiser veteran approach of Madison and Larry Johnson is getting to him. The only thing is, I mean, um, boy, he's in a, a gator, he's, got a, he's in a group with a lot of kids that I think are going to end up in Florida. So I would give them the edge right now, but Ohio State with more than a puncher's chance. They will get an official visit, and then, you, you know, you've got to make it happen. Um, you know, there were some receivers there today. and Obviously, Ohio State is waiting on Troy Stilato. They feel good about him. If for some reason they would lose Stilato to Clemson, I mean, there's a couple kids they could go after that I think would listen. Um, Mario Williams is a receiver who's just dynamic. He, he's really something. But I think they almost have to really make a move with him now and not wait too much longer because they're, they're kind of falling behind some schools, Oklahoma, Georgia. So they, they kind of almost have to decide that they want to go all in on Mario real soon, or they're going to risk falling behind in that train. The kid I really like is a guy that Heartline seems to have interest in as a receiver named Braylon Brown. This kid is really good. He's so fundamentally sound. He's tough. He plays for the, the famed South Florida Express 7-on-17. Seven they're the best seven-on-seven team in the history of seven-on-seven and those coaches down there they love Braylon Brown and you know I trust those guys when those guys tell me someone can play I know they can play so like I said it was a good Ohio State flavor at this camp today the Ohio State brand is strong in the Sunshine State so Heartline's done a great job there Uh, Ryan Day has a great reputation so you know I think Ohio State is poised under Ryan Day to really do well in the state of Florida. You know, when they choose, they're being very selective with these guys. But I think when they target guys and go after them, I think their success rate is going to be pretty good.
1: Great stuff, as always, from Bill Bank Green. Really appreciate it, Bank. And thank you to our listeners out there for tuning into the show. Again, practice this morning, 8.30 a.m. it begins. We will have a practice report. We will have videos and pictures for you. Plus, we will interview head coach Ryan Day after practice around 10.45 a.m. and we will have a video and a story from Coach Day's comments. So keep it locked to Bucknuts for all of that. Thanks again to Bill Green, and thanks to all the listeners out there for tuning to the show. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's hit that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. <laughs>